Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Can you believe it's almost back to school season? I know you're getting ready to send your kids back to college and doing all your shopping. There are some new laws in effect in the state of Illinois. One of them has to do with book bans. And I thought it was interesting reading this article from the Chicago Sun-Times. So we reached out to the author. Nader Issa is with us, an education reporter for the Chicago Sun-Times. Thanks for joining us. First first law that goes into effect, I think we're pretty well aware of because we've seen um, we've seen it all over the news, and that is... The book ban. We're outlawing book bans pretty much, right? Yeah, and thanks, Lisa, for having me. Um, yeah, it's it's really different in Illinois. You know, we've heard all these culture wars around the country and book bans being one of them. A lot of books having to do with, you know, LGBTQ history and life, African-American history. A lot of states, uh, especially red states, have been going after these books and trying to get them off the shelves um, here in Illinois, legislators and Governor Pritzker, the uh, the Illinois Secretary of State, they've all moved to be a little bit more proactive about preventing these book bans. And so the way that the new law works is that uh, libraries have to have a sort of uh, widely accepted set of rules that um, says books won't be removed for personal, religious, political reasons from bookshelves. And if a library does move to to take a book off its shelves it it might risk losing state funding and so that's how this state is addressing um this issue that's popped up all across the country yeah i remember last year in downers grove boy that was a dust up wasn't it 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 involved people coming from outside of the school district all targeting this book called gender queer i think and i was unaware till i read your article that the proud boys showed up and the school board meeting got out of control and that the Proud Boys called a student supporting the book a pedophile, a kid. They called the kid a pedophile. Um, I think when you see those types of things, you're like, all right, something needs to be done. That in itself is bullying. And bullying is the other law that's been enacted for this school year, right? Yeah. So this is just uh, a bit of a change on, on state bullying laws. In the past, schools have to inform parents or guardians of students who are either the victim or perpetrator of a bullying incident uh, have to let the parents know promptly is what the law said. Um, but that's a little vague. It, it doesn't really put a timeline on it. And so what this new law does is uh, it specifies schools have to let parents know within 24 hours. Um, and it, it, there, there's obviously a lot of reasons parents want to know what's going on at their kid's school and specifically uh, with their own child. And so this sort of helps keep parents informed in a a much more timely manner. Yeah, because kids don't tell their parents, do they? In fact, many times they don't even report they've been bullied. Yeah, it's, I mean, bullying is a really widespread uh, issue. The, um, I said this, uh, we wrote this in the story, but the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, they say that about one in five kids are victims of bullying at some point uh, in school. And, um, especially teenagers ages 12 to 8, kids can start to get a little bit more mean to each other and, and start bullying each other. Um, but a lot of cases go unreported. Kids just 
don't tell their teachers, don't tell their parents, the schools. And so this is a, a way to sort of, uh, you know, keep parents in, informed, but also educators and adults at the school keeping an eye out for what's happening um, between students. Nader Issa is an education reporter for the Chicago Sun-Times. We're talking about the new school year and the new education laws on the books. What's the Constitution Day law? This one's an interesting one. That's uh, uh, kind of a fun one. This was um, added to a list of what's called commemorative holidays. So anyone out there who is uh, listening and expecting another day off from school, you're not going to get it. But it's uh, this was led by downstate Republicans. It gives schools the opportunity, if they choose to, to have students learn about U.S. history, essentially. Um, and it's it's every September 17th moving forward, schools have this option to teach kids sort of recognize the Constitution, recognize the country. I know a lot of people, a lot of people are dying because of fentanyl and opioid opioid overdoses. But until I read your article, I didn't know that the youngest in Cook County to die of an opioid overdose death was 12 years old. So they've now instituted a law where there has to be emergency medicine in schools, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's the young people aren't the biggest age group when it comes to opioid overdoses. Um, but any number of kids dying is tragic. And you look at the trend last year, there were 13 children who died of fentanyl poisoning in Cook County. Um, and you mentioned there's a 12 year old boy in Cook County. He was among about 1600 opioid overdoses. Um, but those 13 children, e- even if it might not sound like that many, that's up from five in 2019. And I mean, that's that's all the numbers almost tripled in four years. And so it's something that authorities want to keep an eye on. Um, there's a big crisis now happening among young people with synthetic opioids, too. They uh, they're much stronger. We know about heroin. It's highly dangerous. Heard all about deaths uh, with heroin. But synthetics are, are sometimes up to 50 times stronger and more deadly than um, than uh, sort of natural opioids like heroin. And so, yeah, there's this effort now to put uh, emergency medicine. They're called overdose antagonists in schools just in case something happens at a school it's sort of right there it's handy they can help prevent an overdose uh in a student and has governor pritzker signed that bill he's expected to he's expected to uh it should go into effect uh for next year and what about mental health that seems to be topic number one yeah it's still i mean we we heard all about this during covid and Kids were at home. They weren't really talking to uh, friends as much as they would to other adults, like their teachers, and sort of a lot more isolated. And so mental health has been a big focus for schools and for for parents, uh, for sure, the past few years. Um, This isn't a new program, but it's called the Safe to Help Hotline. It's this 24-7 program that the state made. There's been some uh, trouble with it. There's been articles the past few weeks and months about a a lack of resources, but um, the state's sort of trying to boost that program and and put more uh, attention to it. And so the new law is that all student uh, ID cards, those cards that kids get when they show up to school in the fall, they're going to have resources for how to contact Safe to Help. 
and it's a hotline. Kids can reach out. There's a there's a phone app. There's um, a text uh, a number that people can text. You can call in. There's a website. It's safe to help illinois.com and you can share personal safety issues so whether that's uh feeling like you might uh uh be susceptible to self-harm or whether there's another safety issue at the school kids can report it they can they can get help someone at the state will reach out and talk to them thank you so much for joining us nader that's nader isa education reporter for the chicago sun times we're talking about new laws that are on the books or will be on the books for the back-to-school year. And one of the other things is tutoring. They're calling it high-dosage tutoring, and many Illinois school districts have prioritized this. And at the end of the article, it says that if you're interested in becoming a paid tutor, you can contact your local school district or visit visit the Illinois State Board of Education for more details. But obviously, pandemic caused a big disruption. A lot of kids need tutoring, and that will be something offered in most school districts. All right, Tom Skilling joins us next. That's after Lawrence News on 720 WGN.